0: Although I'm a writer and I always wanted to be a writer since childhood, I don't like to write. But I sure enjoy having written. So now when I'm faced with taking an unpleasant action, I don't ask, what do I want to do? I ask myself, what will I be glad that I did? And then I act on that.
1: Welcome to another episode of Write of Your Life where life happens and life storytelling transforms it. Our show is brought to you by lifestorytelling.com. And guess what? You don't have to be a writer to write your life stories. Lifestorytelling.com will teach you how. If you've been through hell and lived to tell about it, or your family skeletons are poking out of the closet, you'll want to check it out at lifestorytelling.com. Our guest today is Kevin Bergen, the director of the Center Counseling, Recovery, and Growth in Torrance, California. He's passionate about helping men find recovery from addiction, teaching couples to find bliss in their marriages, and helping people find all kinds of success by leveraging their own self-care. Welcome, Kevin. We're glad you're here. Well, Kevin, we've given a little bit about your background, but you have so much more to share with our listeners. Can you tell us a little bit about how you came to create the Bergen Protocol and a little bit more about it?
0: Great question, Stacey. Thanks. Creating the Bergen Protocol was something that was very personal for me. I, I had a friend who was a success coach, and he told me about this regimen or a program that he had his clients do uh and he would make it so that they wouldn't be his client unless they did this and i thought Ooh. that sounds kind of harsh but right. when he told me what it was it's it's all about increasing somebody's sense of well-being and if they won't create their own well-being then the work that he was doing with them as a success coach wasn't going to be as effective. And so for his benefit and their benefit, he said, you've got to work on your own well-being if we're going to work together uh, in a coaching situation. So Mm. I took this program that he did. It was very basic and I developed it into a whole protocol and I actually wrote a whole book about it called the Bergen Protocol. And I started giving it to family members and friends and uh, even clients. And I found some really huge benefit that were coming to people right away by using this. Because if we elevate our well-being by practicing self-care, mm-hmm. then anything we're trying to accomplish is more effective.
1: Right. So give us some examples of what what those protocols are.
0: Well, I can give it to you in about two sentences. Oh, sweet. Good. The whole protocol is very simple. That's why it's so applicable and doable. So for the protocol, you choose 10 actions that you can take on a daily basis that will each give you a sense of, I am better off for having done that action. So it could be exercising, it could be journaling. It could just be taking three deep breaths and relaxing all your muscles. So anything like that, you choose 10 actions. You give yourself a point for every action you take in a day. So the potential is 10 points in a day. And then you give your, you, you take the average of the last five days totals. And that produces for you an action score. Hmm. If you keep that action score above seven, you are going to notice that your whole sense of well-being is elevated. And then you're going to be more motivated to write your book, to start your company, to get uh, recovery from your addiction. Even if it's just losing 10 pounds, you're going to be able to accomplish whatever you want to do if you elevate your well-being. And this is a way to quantify self-care so that you can make sure your well-being is elevated and therefore accomplish whatever you want to.
1: Wow, that's really interesting. Essentially, it's if you get at least 7 of 10 things every day.
0: The two criteria for these actions on your list of 10 is that it can be done on a daily basis Okay. and that you will sincerely have a sense of, I am better off for having done this action. I am better off for having done this action. Okay. Because that's what self-care is, is doing things for yourself. Right.
1: Do you find that a lot of people don't want to do or can't find themselves doing self-care items?
0: There's so many obstacles. There's so much resistance pulling us back from doing this. I I named my blog TheActionCore.com because it's all about taking action. Mm -hmm. Everything Mm -hmm. boils down to taking action because nothing will happen for us unless we take action. And so that resistance to taking action is something that actually gets... Broken down as we take action because we get a benefit from taking the action. That benefit is motivation to then turn around and take the next action. So as we get a score of seven, eight, nine, even 10 one day, that becomes the motivation to take more action the following day. And so it's a positive spiral upward. As we keep treating ourselves and taking care of ourself, then we want to take more care of ourself. And so we end up being able to finish that novel or paint that painting mm-hmm. or finish that business plan for that great idea that we have in our minds, or just get along better with our spouse.
1: So this looks like it's just the opposite because I know there's lots of people who are listening to this who might be in a downward spiral Mm -hmm. because they've disappointed themselves or disappointed their families or had lots of different disappointments in their lives. And this is essentially reversing that and saying, take 10 things and they don't have to be hard. They can be easy, right?
0: Oh, absolutely. Easy thing. I make sure to tell people when you're choosing your actions, make sure you find a balance between things that are going to take a long time. Like I've got exercise on my personal list, and that can mean anything from going to the gym for a couple hours with travel time and shower and everything else, or it, it can just be taking a walk around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And then I've got something like the example I gave, so simple, it takes less than 30 seconds just take three slow, deep breaths and focus on relaxing all my muscles. If I do that, I am definitely better off. And I get a point for that. It's, it's. I, I put together, first of all, an Excel spreadsheet so that people could track all this and it would calculate their score and everything. Uh, if you want to go to bergenprotocol.com, it'll, uh, there's a link in there so that you can download this spreadsheet. But then with the release of the book, I created a mobile app.
1: Oh, nice. And
0: so Action 2.0 is the name of the app. And it's probably easiest for people just to go to the iTunes store and uh, search for Kevin Bergen. Uh, turns out there's a whole lot of different apps with the name act or the word action. Uh, right. So if they search on <laughs> Kevin Bergen in the iTunes store, then they'll be able to get that. It's for iOS only at this point. Um, so Android users, you can use the Excel spreadsheet.
1: <laughs> okay, for now.
0: That's right.
1: <laughs> well, that's really interesting, and that kind of plays into. Writing and because you have said that writing about and through trauma as a is a solid part of recovery and that's kind of key to what your latest project is. Can you tell us a little bit about that project and how that fits into the Bergen Protocol?
0: Absolutely, part of uh, this protocol and actions that people were taking, and that's one of the things that I do with clients that are using this is help them come up with their actions. Um, it's more difficult for some people and it's a breeze for some people just to list these actions that they're going to do. And I go into that in quite some depth in the book. But one of the things I've recommended that people do is write. Whether mm-hmm. they journal or whether they just do exercises or whether they do creative uh, writing and, and fiction and stuff like that. And I found myself telling people how to write and how to do it in an efficient way. And I ended up developing this whole program that I was teaching to clients where they do therapeutic writing in just 10 minutes a day. And so I thought, why am I explaining this over and over again? (laughs) And so I decided to make a course out of it. And it's in the form of a seven-day challenge. So you get a different email every day for seven days, Mm -hmm. and it teaches you how to do this, what I've called expansion writing. Expansion writing is a form of therapeutic writing that has specific steps to it that help people get prompted on what to write in the first place. And then just put pen to paper and just observe, just see what goes down on the paper.
1: And they only have to write for 10 minutes. That's right. Is it deeply personal or how does that, what, what are the types of, of questions that you email?
0: So it starts with sentence stems and they complete a sentence five to seven times. And by doing that, what happens? They don't think about what they're writing so much, and they write out the stem each time. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, by the fourth, fifth, sixth time that they complete the same sentence stem, their subconscious starts to get pinged and things come out that they don't expect. Right. So an example, I, I might give somebody a a stem that says, writing on a consistent basis, dot, 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 that's the stem. So the, they would write out that stem and then just finish and and end the sentence five to seven times. Mm-hmm. And it's so surprising what people discover comes out. And then when they've done that five to seven times, I tell them the next step in expansion writing. Has just put pen to paper and write whatever comes out.
1: So this, this is just kind of a take on free write where you your brain can't write junk for that long. Yeah. And you're getting them to get past that junk to get to the, the real important stuff for them.
0: Absolutely. Right. And I, I have them start by setting a timer for 10 minutes. So they get that going and they know they're not going to have to put aside 30 minutes or or be late for work or this or that they know it's all going to happen in 10 minutes and at Mm -hmm. the end of the 10 minutes I have them do a four step evaluation of what they've written and I made it really simple so it can take usually less than a minute sometimes 30 seconds to do this evaluation and they do this each day every time they do expansion writing and the steps are one based on the writing that you just did what are your thoughts
1: Hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: step two based on the writing you just did what are your feelings now this immediately helps them separate their thoughts from their feelings right right step three How long did yesterday's writing continue to affect you or stay in your mind? And you see, as they start doing step three of this eval over several days, they're going to start to be more aware and conscious of how Mm -hmm. this exercise is affecting them and they're looking for the benefits. And then the fourth step is based on today's writing alone, How likely are you on a scale of one to 10 to write again?
1: And, and so this is a seven day writing challenge. Do you find that people continue beyond that because they're just, they, they get that feel good going?
0: Absolutely. They, they can commit for, they can commit to seven days. And then I say, if you want to keep writing, that's fine just pick another number. If you're going to commit for another seven days, if you want to do this for 10 days, if you want to do this for another month, then you know I've got motivation and I've got an end in in sight. So I'm not going to feel like a failure if I stop doing this at some point. Right.
1: Now you develop this technique to prevent relapse into addiction, and you've seen some success with this. Tell us a little bit about that.
0: Uh, One of my focuses in my personal and my private practice, I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Uh, I love working with men and helping them find uh, recovery from all kinds of different addictions, and I find that a big concern for people is relapse. And am I going to relapse? Uh, their spouse is concerned. Uh, uh, is my spouse going to relapse? I get a lot of people referred to me when they exit a rehab program because mm-hmm. they need some kind of uh, gap filler. They need somebody to help them transition from 24-hour-a-day uh, in-residence in rehab to living their life again. And one of the things that I am helping people do that with is this expansion writing because they get to do this on a daily basis. So it, it fills that gap on a regular basis. And then they also get to do their own therapy in 10 minutes because right. <laughs> writing is so therapeutic they discover things that sometimes aren't conscious and they can discover things that could likely be a challenge going forward and they can deal with it right in their writing and so they're more prepared
1: you mentioned earlier awareness and that's one of the things uh, you know I really try to bring to the forefront is a lot of us walk around without A lot of awareness of our own selves, our own thoughts, our own experiences, and that's what this does. It brings that awareness to someone that has been in addiction or any difficulty.
0: Absolutely.
1: So, have you used it with, give me some examples of other places that you've used it besides folks who have been addicted.
0: Well, I love writing, as you know, and Mm -hmm. I found that it really helps me and some of my clients who... Have come to enjoy writing because I've introduced this to them. And it does so much for writing in the way of helping writers block, helping people get motivated to produce, and just make sure that they uh, can do something on a consistent basis. After they do expansion writing, I've had people tell me that I got all these ideas come to me from my expansion writing. And it's almost like I couldn't stop. I couldn't wait to just get to start doing some creative writing with that. Wow. And so the ideas start flowing all over the place.
1: And so it's kind of like a one-two punch, right? With the seven-day writing challenge or expansion writing and the Bergen Protocol, right? Oh, sure. And you, you, you really can make things happen.
0: Expansion writing can become part of... Your protocol, it can become an action that you do every day. One of those
1: successful things you do every day, Absolutely. So I can see this useful for someone who is creating an online business, who is just maybe stuck but doesn't know why they're stuck in life.
0: Absolutely. You know,
1: they don't have huge problems, but maybe they're just kind of feeling blah about their life and they can do this expansion writing and it will help them kind of dig deeper with themselves, right?
0: It's funny that you use that word because stuck is one of the things that I found that this fixes so much. People find themselves stuck in in a job or they find themselves stuck unable to uh, earn adequate income to support the family or they become stuck and they feel depressed and they're down and they don't know how to get out of it. The protocol as a whole, is something that helps people get unstuck. And expansion writing is an example of how they can get right down to the the detail and start getting unstuck from wherever they are.
1: Now, you have a giveaway just for our listeners, and that is the 7-Day Therapeutic Writing Challenge,
0: correct? It is, but it's special for your listeners because I have created – the Expansion Writing Writer's Edition, only for your listeners.
1: Wonderful. That's great. Okay. And that is at ActionCore.com slash W-O-Y-L for Right of Your Life. That
0: is exactly right.
1: And we'll be sure and put that in the show notes as well. And thank you for, for doing that just for us. I appreciate that. I'm really excited about Digging into this and myself and taking a look at the book. It's the Bergen protocol and it's available on Amazon. We'll put the links in the show notes as well. And then you have a podcast. Tell us about your podcast.
0: Oh, thanks for bringing that up. This is mm-hmm. something that I really care a lot about. It's something that I am, I always enjoy when I do it. Recovery support with Kevin Bergen is the name mm-hmm. of the podcast. And it started just because I wanted to reach more people than would fit in my office. And there's all kinds of people in recovery that need something extra, need something as a boost or something like that. It's not meant to replace a 12-step fellowship or anything like that. But on the show, I will read a portion of 12-step literature, or an excerpt from a book that really addresses somebody's difficulty in recovery or the most recent podcast episode that I just did a man by the name of sam gritner did a blog post talking about writing his suicide note he was mm. almost ready to commit suicide and didn't and turns out he had been in recovery from alcohol for a couple years, but he was lying to other people and lying to himself that he was in recovery because he was still using other drugs on a regular basis. Oh. And on my show, I read two of his blog posts and they're very dramatic, but also very instructional on What do you do when you feel so lousy that you're considering killing yourself? Mm -hmm. And I really like the way the show turned out, and I'm really happy with that one. People can go to the iTunes store and search again Kevin Bergen, and the show Recovery Support with Kevin Bergen will come right up.
1: Well, Kevin, thank you so much. This is fabulous information. I can't wait to dig into it, and I can't wait for our listeners to... Also, click on the links and check out your information and also get that 7-Day Therapeutic Writing Challenge free and hope you keep on doing what you're doing. You're making the world a better place.
0: Thank you so much, Stacy. I enjoy right of your life. Keep doing what you're doing.
1: Great information from Kevin Bergen. At the end of each episode, I peek into the Life Story Toolkit and share information on one particular tool that you might consider using. If you're writing or would like to start writing about your life, the Life Story Toolkit is sponsored by LifeStorytelling.com, where you can find your life theme, discover where to start writing, and craft your life into a compelling story. This episode's Life Story Toolkit features Zen Writer, a text editor for Windows that cuts out all the distraction and lets you focus on letting your thoughts flow. It's a full screen, zen-like program that offers few formatting options, but a whole lot of tranquility. If you find yourself skipping between tabs in your browser, checking up on email and Facebook when you're meant to be writing, Zen Writer is a solution to your distracted mind. There's a trial and full version available at bknockle.com. That's b-e-e-n-o-k-l-e dot com. Well, that's all we have for today. In the last episode, Kylie Dunn discussed turning TED Talks into action. So if you've listened to great ideas from a TED Talk and promptly did nothing about it, you might want to go back and have a listen. Next week, we'll share voices from the Story Circle Conference, one-minute snippets of Story Circle Lives. Be sure to check out the show notes on every single episode. We have free resource downloads not mentioned in the show RightOfYourLife.com. of your life.com. We love interacting with our listeners on social media. We're on Pinterest, Facebook, and just about anywhere. You can hold a great virtual conversation. Our handle is right of your life. Some of our listeners like supporting the arts. If you do too, and want to support this podcast, you can do so by sharing each episode on your social networks or leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google. All of these help us reach many more people who could benefit from writing about their lives. We hope that today you have the right of your life.